What's up, everybody? Perry Aston here, co-founder of the Unwrap Sports Network, asking you to check us out on Sportscaster. The host of this podcast, as well as many other Unwrapped Sports Network members from across the entire country, are streaming live on Sportscaster. You can live chat with your host, even send them virtual gifts and tips to keep them churning out the best content that you love. So head on over to sportscaster.com slash unwrapped. That's sportscaster, S-P-O-R-T-S-C-A-S-T-R. Or download the Sportscaster iPhone app and tune into the entire Unwrapped Sports Network live on Sportscaster. What's going on, everybody? Lose Log is back with our favorite guest in the MMA world. Um, you've seen him on Chael Sonnen show a couple times, asking those great questions. There's a reason he's on there twice. Uh, my guy, Kairos MMA, what's going on, bro? Hey, Lou, what's up? What's up? Uh, nothing, man. We had a huge weekend in Boston this week. I was at the weigh-ins. Unfortunately, I was, I was not at the fights. Um, the weigh-ins were cool. I saw a couple people. Um, but yeah, it was a great show. I mean, it, it was better than I thought. Um, and just to start with the, the main event, um, Dominic Reyes. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm in awe about it. Like, don't get me wrong. I knew Dominic Reyes was going to win that fight. Like, that's, that's what I do. He's, he's something special, but I didn't know it was going to be first round. I, I thought it'd be like third, fourth, maybe fifth. Yeah. And like, when he's like, when he said, like, I'm bigger than Chris, like, I didn't really believe him until, like, I saw them at the weigh-ins. And I was like, wow, this is a big dude. Like, I did not think he was that big. Oh, that's why I was so confident in him. I knew he was a huge dude because when he made his debut or whatever they mentioned, he played at Stony Brook. So then I went back to look at his football highlight reels. He, he's a defensive back, and he's, like, six foot four, 200, like, 40. I'm like, oh, he's massive. That's a different type of size, man. Oh, yeah, and he's got the speed and everything. And I just can't believe – um. He took care of Weidman quick in it. And I know there's no way to be, to be ready for John Jones, but does that have to be the next fight? It, it doesn't have to be, but, I mean, Dominic Reyes wants that fight, man. And give that man whatever he wants, because I want him to be successful. I want him to have everything that he wants in this life. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that's it. I mean, I don't even care what Johnny Walker and, and Corey Anderson do, because there's a little more heat there. But I just feel yeah. like the, he's got the size, he's got the striking. Um, he, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's the matchup to make. You know what I mean? I just don't see anywhere else. The, the guys above him have all gotten their shot. Even Anthony Smith is saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, give the guy a shot. He, I got mine. He's next. Yeah, I'm all for it. John's been really active, though, so that's also the problem. He's, like, slowly dwindling back down the division to where it was. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's making it look real easy. Real easy, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, for, for, for Weidman coming up to 205, um, is he done? Because I think that's it. I think you got to call it a career. Not, not like just because I don't think he can do it anymore versus like anybody in the UFC. But if you can't compete at the highest level, I know it's like a shot to the confidence. So I don't even think Chris would want to take a step down. I think it's just best for him if he just calls it quits. I think he just – this was like the biggest mistake of his career, I think, just moving up to 205 pounds. I'm looking at it from this perspective. The three people that he lost to last was Rockhold, Musasi, Jacare, and Romero. All three of those four people are no longer in the middleweight division. He had a fresh start. He just stayed there and kept fighting against people his size and smaller. Like, it makes no sense to go up to 205 pounds where you're fighting people twice as large and twice as powerful. If he wants to continue fighting, go back down to middleweight, take a year and a half, maybe two years off, 
and then start fresh. Sure, take a top contender. Sure, take a person who isn't a top contender. Whoever you want to fight, just take time off, because you got time, bro. The people who beat him are no longer there. He's like, come on. Yeah, I agree. I didn't, I didn't really think of it that way, but you're right. Like they're really not there. I mean, he's not gonna fight Romero again. Um, and I just, I, I think you're right. I just feel like middleweight's got a whole new regime. You know what I'm saying? And he was winning that Jacare fight. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he was dom- not. I mean, he was kind of dominating until he got caught with that punch to the forehead, which I've never seen that happen, where someone goes down like a ton of bricks from a punch to the yeah. forehead. He was putting it on Jacare. Like, that's why I was just like, why are you moving up? I was so mad when he decided to move up to light heavyweight. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I would even like to see him fight like, like Jack Hermanson after he comes off a loss. That would be a good, a good matchup for him. Perfect fight. Yeah, I, I think it'll be very good. And first, well, you were right on two things. The, Herman, uh, the Cannonier, uh Hermanson fight last time we talked. And before that, you were right about the Yair and Jeremy fight, how that was going to go. Um, I remember you saying he was just going to be too dynamic and um, catch Jeremy a lot. And you were right. Did any, anything surprise you there um, besides that third round where, where Jeremy pretty much um, did win that round? I, I was more surprised of people leading up to the fight and after the fight. I'm like, I'm incredibly objective in everything that I do. And I think that's one of my greatest assets. And looking into this fight, I looked at everybody Jeremy faced before and the way that they fought. And I was just like, this is going to be like the Zabit fight, only probably a little bit worse. And I was, I was slightly right. And I was just like, people allowed their judgment on what Yair did in Mexico to like cloud what this fight was really going to be like. They're like, oh, Jeremy's going to KO him in one. Da, da, da. I'm like, you really <laughs> think that's going to happen? Jeremy yeah, he's going to catch him with a bomb. It's like, bro, Jeremy will KO you if you're a stationary target. Absolutely. Emmett, RDA, and a few other people paid that price. But everybody knows now, if I keep moving, Jeremy's out of luck. I, I agree in a way, but I, I do think you called the fight perfectly from the jump. Um, but if it's a five-round fight like it was the first time, do you see it going differently? No, because Yair would have changed his approach. In that second round, Yair had Jeremy hurt, and he just, he just put everything on to him. He wanted to finish that fight right then and there. I guarantee you if Yair knew that that fight was going to go five rounds and he hurt Jeremy like that, he wouldn't have tried to throw all those bombs on him because he knew what. If he survived, I still got to go three more rounds. I think he, Yair was like, shoot, if I blow out my gas tank right now, all I got to do is survive five more minutes in the next round, and I won two rounds to one or even three rounds to zero, depending on how he thought. Yeah, I agree. And I just, I, I'm impressed. I mean, Yair, I mean, that, first of all, Jeremy's such a tough son of a bitch. I mean, to take yep. that liver kick after you've already been KO'd with that by Aldo, um, wow, man, just, just a tough son of a bitch, dude. And like, I, I just had a feeling there wasn't going to be a finish to that fight. Even if it went five, I just couldn't see a finish. I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I wanted Jeremy yeah. to win, but again, I, I think, like you said, he, we know his ceiling. He's more of a guy that you, you throw at the top of a bill because you know it's going to be exciting. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's just that name, and he brings that aura. But we don't know if he can take that next jump, and we haven't seen it yet. We have not seen that next jump yet. I think he's a victim of his own savagery as well. Like, the guy refuses to take fights that are – I mean, I don't want to say easy for him, but I just want to say aren't as challenging. Because, like, dude, you face a beat. Auto, Yair, and like all in like your last three or four opponents. Like those are not, those are not easy fights, man. Take, I don't know, take Shane Burgos, take Arnold Allen, like take, take some different fights, man. Why, why are you doing this to yourself? I, wow. Oh my God. If he fights, 
uh, like an Otto Allen, he, he might put someone in a coffin, man. I, I, wow. That I want to see Jeremy bury somebody. It is a good yeah. fight, though. It is a good fight. And I understand it's just like when you're a veteran like that, he's got 30 wins. I mean, a lot of losses, but it's almost like the cowboy thing where it's like, dude, can you take one easy fight? Like, we just want to see you get by without a scratch. Like, come on yeah. now, man. Do yourself a favor because we all want to see it. Yeah, like, or Dar- he's coming off of a loss, too. Go with Darren Elkins. Go with uh, go with Ryan Hall. Go, go with somebody who, I don't know, man. I, I like Jeremy. I like Jeremy. I like Jeremy. Don't get it twisted. But he's just got to change the, how he approaches these fights, the matchmaking. Yeah. And his camp is just such full of tough dudes like Dominic Cruz, Tony Ferguson. Like, they're like, dude, take whoever you want. We're going to mess them up. Like, you know what I mean? Here <laughs> it is. They're like, dude, they're getting banged up. For but, real. Um, on, a, on a different fight, um, the Greg Hardy Haler thing, inhaler thing. Before we get into that, just what do you think? Of how, how did Greg Hardy look? I, I saw improvement. Yeah, he was showing poise. He wasn't trying to get him out of there in round one like we're usually used to seeing. So I guess he's, like, growing and he wanted to show that maturity. So he, he did well. He won, like, two rounds. He was, like – well, I think he won the third, too. So I think he won 30-27. Yeah, it was just funny to see um, – my favorite line of the night was, is it approved? Yes, you saw it approved. <laughs> Yo, I was screaming when he did – I was about to drop a video when he did that, but I was like, no, I'm moving on. I was like, I can't get – I was like, yo, what in the world? He was so confident in the answer, too. He was like, hell yeah, you saw it approved. He's like huffing and puffing. And, like, I, I, I just it, – it thought it was crazy that after it, it almost seemed like an ignorance to it where, like, he comes from another sport – so, like, he's like, yeah, it's an athletic inhaler. I've been using it all my life. Well, like, that doesn't fly here. Like, if you're yeah. gassed, you're gassed. You know what I mean? <laughs> that just is how it is, bro. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, if you don't have good eyesight, they're not going to be like, yeah, can I put my contacts in the middle way through the second round? Like, no, dude. You do that before the fight. Like, you just can't be like, hold on one second. I can't breathe, guys. Get me the oxygen mask. It's okay. They told me it was cool. Like, what? And, like, I don't usually agree with Dana, but, like, Din Thomas had to have known that wasn't legal. He had to have known. Yes, bro. Like, you got to think, if I'm Greg Hardy, I understand I will never get the benefit of the doubt in anything that I do ever from here on out. Like, ever. So why on earth would I even ask that question? When have I ever seen someone use an inhaler in a fight? Never. When have I ever seen someone be able to use anything but water and breathing in air in between rounds? Never. Like, bro, what are you doing? And DC called that right away. He was like, and Dominic, because they were like, that is just not legal. Like, it was just so funny to <laughs> hear the commentary. Like, nah. <laughs> I, I wish Joe Rogan was there. He, he would have been like, what's he doing? What's going on right now? He'd be like, that, that is absolutely illegal. I, I don't know who sanctioned this. I, I, I was, they would have grilled him hard. Oh, man. I mean, like, and he was just so smug about it after. He was like, I've been using it all my life. Like, not here, bitch. Not today. It's like, bro, we don't give a damn about your inhaler. How, how are you the Prince Awardee inhaler after two rounds? <laughs> homie, homie, let's get this. There are people from the Middle Ages who are swinging their sword on the battlefield for 13 hours. You are swinging yours for five minutes in two increments at a time. Homie. Paul, you got to change your name or something. You are no longer the Prince of War. You got to change it. <laughs> I need my inhale. That's such, a, that's such an ironic thing from a dude who used to play 60 minutes of football. Oh, my God. Yes, bro. That he is turned so into Carl bad. Weezer from Jimmy Neutron out there. <laughs> my inhaler. My inhaler. Oh, God. I'm it, sorry. It, I'm sorry. I'm going off. Oh, no, you're good. 
Oh man, this is why I have you on. There's, there's nobody better than you, bro. Oh God. But, but it's just, it's just crazy. He just can't do anything without controversy. Like I feel bad in a way, but it's not like he hasn't done it to himself. Yeah, bro. These, this is self-sabotage, man. I know. And I would like to see him do well, but he plays a good heel. Cause he almost seems like he's not doing it to himself. It's like the John Jones thing. It's like, <laughs> it's like, dude, at some point you can't be like, why is like God like, oh my God, like why is God doing this to me? It's like, dude, you, you hit the you hit the lady, John, and you ran off. Like, you can't do anything about it. You did it. Exactly. It's like, bro, God ain't do that. You did that. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm the biggest John Jones mock around you. Like I, 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 will, I will I will kiss that man's feet with goat hoofs on. Like, you know what I mean? But you, you just can't be like, dude, why me? Why me? And it's like, dude, when you do when you do three rails of blow and you take 20 whiskey shots in the night, John, you shouldn't drive. I think everyone knows that. He just doesn't care. That's John just doesn't care. He just care. doesn't. I think, I think Greg is just like, he's just ignorant. Greg is just like, bro, man, I do what I do and whatever happens happens. John is like, I know what I'm doing. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and like, it's never like he's like had the handcuffs slapped on him by the UFC. So he's like, pussy. Are you still there? You still there, pussy? <laughs> and he just keeps aggravating the bear. And just, he doesn't care. Every time. <laughs> oh, man, that's all time shit. And uh, speaking of shit talking, um, First of all, Macy Barber is an absolute savage. But what do you think about her on the mic? You think she's overstepping her bounds a little bit, or do you think she's doing exactly what she has to do to make a name? I think she's doing exactly what she has to do. Like, I'm a firm believer in people stating what they want from the universe and claiming it for themselves, and that's what she's doing. I will never, ever, ever put down anyone who asks for what they want because that's the first step is to ask. That, that, that's very true, and I just love the beef with her and Paige Vanzant. It starts with her hitting up her boyfriend, now her husband. Like, that is some crazy-ish right there, man. That is like, dude, you're 21 trying to get, like, a 26-year-old dude who also dates a woman who beats people up for a living. Like, that is just a great story on top of everything. And now you have Ben Askren, who's her coach, like, chiming in. I just think it's the perfect storm of we need to see this fight. Dude, th that story is so high school that it works, though, because they, they both look like high schoolers, and this is, like... This fight could be huge for, like, a small, younger demographic. Like, the teenagers and, like, younger. This fight could actually propel the UFC into a completely different demographic. So this would help, but I don't know if that fight's going to get made. I know, that that, that headlines, headlines any fight night day one. That's a fact. I think so. I think so. Like, I, I, don't, I, I just need to see it. Just because I love Macy Barber. I think she's awesome. She's also a fine woman in my eyes. Um, she just happens to be younger than I am, which is, which is very scary. Um, <laughs> barely younger than us, but like, you know what I mean? She's still a bad woman on, on both sides of the coin. And I just think she looks good, dude. I thought to see her get rocked in her last fight and come back. And then in this fight, just absolutely dominate at a, at a, at a different weight class. I don't think she should go back down a, and two talk that talk, dude, Paige isn't stepping up. Paige is usually never one to shy away from, from trash talk, you know what I mean? But uh, yep. she is for a reason. And I, I think she's worried. If she loses to this girl, it'll be the, the Askren-Masvidal thing where she just takes all of Paige's momentum and just runs with it the same way Masvidal uh, did to Askren, almost. I agree. That's, that's true. The problem is, though, if she gets that fight, she has to win. <laughs> Macy has to win that fight. And it's, I think it's a lot closer to what people think. Oh, yeah, I definitely think there's an element. That's the worst thing about MMA, uh, Twitter, and, like, the fans. Recency bias is, like, the craziest thing of all time. Yep. Like, like, someone wins one fight, 
and they're like, like Yair, like beat Jeremy. And media asked, is he ready for a title fight? It's like, wait a minute. How did we get here? First of all, like when did we arrive to that conclusion that beating Jeremy Stevens in a three round fight would get you a title shot in a stacked division? When there's a clear number one contenders fight that got taken off the card. Like what universe do we live in? I, I don't know, man. That's why I just keep my head down. I stopped, I stopped feeding into him. I'm just like, F y'all. I, I, know what, I know what the path is. I'm not focused on this right now. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, you know me. I'm not a crazy Khabib guy. I respect him. But like after he beats Poirier, people were like, he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. It's like, because he wrestles a dude who can't wrestle? Like, like, what am I seeing that someone else isn't? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like his last two fights were, were uh, McGregor, who can't wrestle off of a layoff, who everyone wants to make fun of about not being good anymore. But that goes on Khabib's resume as something crazy. Exactly. And then, and then a dude that got sparked by McGregor gets beat. It's like, dude, come on. And like, it's like the same thing if Khabib were to fight Max. It's like he beat up a blown up 145er. You know what I mean? It's like, like what happened? Like, where did this, where did this go from like, he, like the equivalent of him beating Tony? Like, you know what I mean? Like for him to be in that GSP John talk, he's got to beat Tony. And once he does which he won't, I will give him his due. But when you beat a dude who literally cannot wrestle, I get it was dominant. I get it. It was amazing. He's the best 155 or him and Tony are, are, are tied. There's no one else even close. It's really not close. But just to like, when people see these things happen, they're like, oh my God, he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. You can't get away from him. It's like, dude, come on. Take a deep breath. Sleep on it. If you want to say that tomorrow, you can do it, but sleep on it. Oh man, huh. sorry. Yo, those people. Tangent. No, I feel you, bro. I, you got me. You actually got me mad now, dude. Those people are smoking crack, and here's why. Okay, I do not understand how. <clears throat> I'll give you an example. The, the guy has what three title defenses now? Two? Yes, three. Okay. I believe if you count Ally Aquina. So the guy has three title defenses. One against Ally Aquina, who was I think ranked number five at the time, maybe number nine yep. at the time. On a week notice. Yep. On a day notice, actually. One day. day. Yeah, day notice. Connor, who hadn't fought in two years, but they still had him as the number one contender. He probably should have been at number five or number six when they fought. Dustin earned, earned, his, um, earned his rank because he had the interim belt. So fair enough to that. More power to you. Yeah, like, very bro, much so. You have yet to face any of the people who were in, like, the top five or who were tough ch- uh, stylistic matchups for you, homie. Like, so – for you to be number two on the pound-for-pound pound rankings is absolutely ludicrous. You got a woman like Amanda Nunez behind you with two belts, multiple title defenses for each belt. You got a woman like Valentina Shevchenko, should have murdered everyone in her division, multiple defenses. You got a guy, like, it's like, bro, cut the crap, man. Get this, <laughs> get this man out of here. Stipe's the baddest man on the planet. Like, wh- where did he, why did he fall off? He just KO'd Daniel Cormier, who's never been beat in his life by anybody not named John Jones. Like, what, what, what happened? And, like, dude, I hate to say this. I'm a huge – you know me. I'm, I'm a Henry Cejudo guy. But he's had a more impressive run as a champion, in my opinion, just because he beat Dillashaw, and then you go up, and then you, you beat Marlon Marias in a different weight class, and you do it with all that adversity, with the bad ankle, with you losing the first round, and you come out and you smash the guy's face in Come That's exactly yes, yes. He should be above Habib too in the pound for pound rankings. It's just people are going to say what they're going to say, though. That's fine. They could put the blinders on. We see the real. We know the real. That's yeah, all we do. But 
we're haters. We're McGregor stands. It's okay. We don't exist on, <laughs> on Twitter. I don't give a, a damn. I'll be a hater. <laughs> oh, same. I'll, oh, I'll hate all day, dude. All day. Um, but one more thing I did. I had a list on the docket. Um, early fight card this weekend. Askren Maya. Um, how excited are you for that? I'm hyped for it, and I honestly though I'm getting this weird feeling. I I usually get these weird feelings when I approach like a fight, and I I really do think that this fight might be a boxing match, bro. I'm not like I'm not trying to start some shit, but I think this might be a striking fight. I will be so devastated if it's just listen. If we have to see those two box, that is like if you got like like Floyd and Cotto, and they just started double legging. Like, no one wants to see that. Like, I, oh, man. Like, I, I just – oh, like, I, I, again, I'm, I'm so worried for Ben Askren in this fight because he went from the hottest dude in that division to probably the coldest at the moment. Yeah. Just about. 180, bro, easily. Easily. Yeah. And it's just like you're going to a different time zone and you're fighting a guy that, like, I'm not going to say it's he's better than you. But he has a better resume than you. He's not in his prime. And have we, who have we seen that's a wrestler really, really beat Maya up? I mean, I know Woodley just snuffed all his takedowns, but he couldn't go in on Woodley because of, because of the power. If he kept coming in, Woodley was going to catch him with a bomb, and, and Maya would have been sleeping with the Fishers in Brazil. So he just couldn't physically get Woodley down without that risk. But with Ben, there's no risk. And if you let Ben take you down, you're in, you're in Maya's world. You know what I mean? You completely go into his his wheelhouse, and that's a scary place to be. I think so, but I think when you're on the ground with Maya as of late, it's it's no it hasn't been hot lava like it usually has been. Like I always go back to that Masvidal fight. I'm like Masvidal was down on the ground with you for a significant amount of time. Like I want to say he was on the ground close to ten minutes of his fight with you, and you couldn't finish him. So it's not like it's the end all be all, which is why I think Ben Askren's gonna win. Wow. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. And, and I do feel like having prepared Woodley for Maya does exactly. give Askren a little bit of it. But I just, like you said, if it does turn into a boxing match, not to say Ben's chin is granite, because that knee that, that took him out was an absolute missile. Anybody who gets hit with that is going out. I don't care if, if, if you are the Hulk. If that knee hits you on the money, you are going to sleep very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, but... It, who says Maya doesn't – they're in a grappling exchange and he pushes him off off the fence and just hits him with one clean shot, you know? And then Ben Askren wobbles. He gets him into a guillotine, ran naked on the ground. I, I don't know, dude. I, I, just, I just feel like there's more ways for Maya to win this than Ben Askren. Yeah, you're right about that. There, there's more ways. I just think that it's not going to go to those ways. I think Ben Askren's going to get into this fight. Start, they're going to start clinching for a little bit, feel each other out, and I think Ben's going to start throwing some dirty boxing in there and surprises that he can strike now. And at the end of the fight, he's going to be like, I thought I was just a wrestler, guys. And then everyone's going to start booing him. <laughs> yeah, that would be so awesome. Like, I, like, when Ben Askren's hot, like, the UFC is just a better place. Like, we saw it. Like, even if it's just versus Robbie Law, like, just to give – it's like the Chael Sonnen effect. I wouldn't put him on Chael's level of – of, of fighter and of trash talker yet. Um, but just to like when Chael was hot and like he was talking the talk because he was winning, it was just a better place. You know what I mean? 110%. Yeah, it, it's just awesome. And first of all, congratulations on being on 
uh, Chael staying a couple times because those are like the only episodes I watch. Like I, I watch <laughs> Chael's podcast, but the question ones I only watch when when I know you're on it because I have to watch you on it. Just you you and your setup in the house, man. I, I, I couldn't get enough of it. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Big ups to Chael, obviously. He put me on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uncle Ch- but he doesn't know you're really putting him on. At the end of the day. <laughs> I don't know about that. At the end of that. the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not true. <laughs> it isn't, but on MMA Twitter, it might be. It might be to the real fans. I, I suppose. I I'm not, you're not going to get me to take credit for this. I promise you that. I, <laughs> this is one thing I can't force upon you. Yeah, I will never. <laughs> oh, man, but he, he is awesome. And um, just one more thing. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, just quickly before I, I, I let you go, I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, Diaz Masvidal. Um, Diaz is the, is the underdog to start. Do you agree with that? Is that crazy? What do you think? I rightfully so, because this man mobs it all. He's a murderer, but he can't win decisions to save his life. He re- he just can't. And Nate doesn't get finished like too frequently. I think the last time he got finished was I think Josh Thompson, or I think the, yeah, I think it was Josh Thompson was the last time he got finished. So Mazdal can't Yeah, that was like I want to say nine years ago. Maybe, maybe not nine, but close to nine. And shoot, Nate can fight for five rounds against anybody. So I would assume Nate would Nate would be the favorite going in. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, again, like, I don't even know who I want to see win. Because, like, if Nate wins, then I feel like at least you get the McGregor element back in it. But then you don't want that because he's at 170. And I don't want to see a blown-up McGregor at 170 after a huge layoff again. Um, his gas tank will be absolute <laughs> absolute poop. <laughs> um, but on Masvidal's side, I want to see it. But I, I don't know if he can beat the best guys unless, unless Colby wins. If Colby wins the title, which I just don't see, um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't want to put him in there against Usman. I, I just think that's a death wish for anybody who's not a wrestler. He, yeah, that's a uh, – he's massive. Like, people don't realize just how, like, massive and strong and powerful. Like, he's going to be on the pound-for-pound rankings in the top four yes. within the next three years. Like – He's gonna. He's imposing his will on everybody in that division. Yeah, he he's just an absolute <clears throat> animal. Like I never thought I was the biggest critic of uh, Usman when like he beat that guy Emil. I then he was like, I'm at eighty percent. I'm at eighty <laughs> percent. I was like, dude, first of all, don't say that. Like no one gives a shit if you're an area twenty percent, bro. But like, dude, the power in his hands, dude. Like you could just see when Woodley was on the ground catching those elbows. He was looking in the in the corner like, fuck, fuck. I'm done. I'm done. He's hitting me with bombs. I've never been in this situation. And I think it's going to be the same thing with Colby. I really do, unfortunately. Because I, 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 I like Colby. I, I think he's good for the sport in a way because he creates controversy. And Usman's a little bit boring. And Usman will always be good without the trash talk. But I just think he's the better fighter. And he, he's the best at 170 at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, when I think of it, I think of it in the sense of you got <laughs> – you got Bowser, which is Kamaru Usman, and you got like Coop, who is <laughs> who is Colby Covington. Like it's like this fight isn't gonna be as close as you guys think it is, and here's why: he's just gonna bully Colby to the ground and deliver vicious ground and pound. That's that's gonna be the fight. It's gonna be it's gonna be like the Woodley fight, only he's gonna get a finish. He's gonna finish Colby. Yeah, I can see. Again, I think he has to. 
But I feel like he doesn't even want to. I feel like he just wants to beat that man up for five rounds and just watch him just lay dead on the ground, just out of breath. And, and not to say, Kobe has a good gas tank, but even at the end of the Lawler fight, he was a little, um, a little winded. I mean, anybody yeah. should be at the end of five rounds. But, yeah, I just wouldn't want to step in there with Usman and all, and I, I just feel like I, I, I want to feel bad for Colby, but, like, I don't. And if he wins, I think that is such a crazy upset, even though the odds don't show it is. I, I think that should be easily plus 250 minimum. I think he's only at, like, plus 120. Really? Oh, yes. That's kind of disrespectful, but – It's close. I mean, I, I understand, though. Vegas has been getting destroyed. Vegas and everybody has been getting destroyed with these odds. I remember the Vegas Dave guy who bet, like, $500,000 on home when she fought Ronda. Then he bet another <laughs> 500000 when uh what you may call it, Misha fought Holly. So, like, he made close to, I want to say, $1.7 million off of those bets because yeah. they were underdogs. He put a five hundred k. So, it's like, Vegas can't let you guys steal from them again. It's not happening. No, yeah, no, no, no. I feel that way with, like, um, there was a couple fights I saw this year. Like, um, they got it right. Like, Valentina was, like, plus 800 versus, like, Jessica I. Like, you want to take that because she's – I mean, minus 800. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. but like dude, she's, she's killing bitches. She's just murdering them. Like, that – Jessica I literally needed to – like, she, I felt like she needed to be revived. Like, that should have been, like, plus 1,000, 2,000. It should have been even larger. And – there are so many, bro, like, when I tell you, I have been watching Jessica I since her UFC debut. So I knew how this fight was going to go. I was like, I've seen the extent of your abilities as far as striking is concerned. Not to be disrespectful, but I think that Valentina's style was meant to destroy your style. And I knew that it was going to happen. It just was a matter of time. I didn't think it was going to be, like, a flash KO like that. But I thought it was going to be, like, a bloody TKO in, like, the second or the third. Yes, yeah, I, I agree. And it's funny, I was in Vegas at the time, and just for shits and gigs, I threw 20 bucks with a friend on a Jessica IKO because it was plus oh, 2,000. <laughs> Dude, you could have made a lot on that return if that happened. <laughs> I know, that's why, that's why I was like, oh shit. I mean, I did win. Uh, we did Cejudo KO and Calvin Cato KOing Lamas. So that was, that saved us on the night, but we were really banking on that Jessica I win. We were in a bar like, let's go, dude. Like, she is about to do this. Valentina, who? And then she just kills that woman. Frozen like Medusa. Oh, man, dude, that was sad. I'm about to take that quote from you. We were really banking on that Jessica I <laughs> Bro, I don't think anyone has ever said <laughs> Nobody that in the world body. said that. And it's funny, I've been... I've been so hot at spots with picking fights this year, and then so cold at, on one point. Like, I was, I was, I was the, one of the a few people I feel like who had – I got the whole uh, Stipe Diaz card to a T. Next Dang. card, I got everything wrong. You know what I mean? I've just been – I've been so ice, icy hot this year. It's just – oh, man, it's, it's, been a, it's been a fun year for me. I don't usually bet, but I, I like to just make my picks and my predictions and see, you know um, – What's going on? You know what I mean? Try to try to throw some controversy out there. And if I look like an idiot for picking somebody, I'll eat all the shit I got to. Dude, you got to join this uh, tournament then. Uh, the season two is coming soon where you get you have all these Twitter personalities and they uh, join in. You go head to head with single eliminations. And it's like your complete fight card picks against someone else. You get 1.5 points for an underdog and one point for a favorite. I, I made it to the Elite Eight, baby. I'm wow. here from 64 wow. to the Elite Eight, baby. We out here. Oh, let's go, dude. You're going to have to uh, text me about that once this is over. Um, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad I qualified for, for as one of the MMA Twitter personalities now. 
I feel like I'm in that realm at this point in my life, which is, it's a life achievement, you know, it's, it's a lifestyle, (laughs) even though, um, it's funny though. You, you're, you're just the best on Twitter, dude. Just your videos and your reactions. Just, Oh man, just absolute gold. If you guys don't already follow him, it's at Kairos MMA on Twitter and you will not be disappointed on any, any scale of expectation you have for this man's Twitter. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, man? Or can I let you go? Uh, I have a question for you with Macy. If Macy does not get that fight with Paige, who do you think she should face? Um, do you see her going back down as an option, or is that no? I don't think it's an option right now. Do you yeah, think it is? I wouldn't advise that. No, hell no. Um, hold on. Who? Hmm. I'm trying to look at the rankings right now and just see like yeah. who, who she could fight. She's at strawweight. Am I correct? Talk. No, right now they're at flyweight. One twenty-five. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Yeah. Joanna? No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't even dare. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't kill her like that, man. Um, I mean, it depends. Do we, like, maybe Jessica I. I think that's not a bad matchup for her. She's got the name. I know she's not coming off a, off a crazy win, obviously. She got murdered. Um, I don't want to see her versus Modafferi. I love Modafferi. I want yeah. her to win as much as possible. That woman is a saint. Yes, she is. Maybe Joanne Calderwood? Um, I don't think that's a bad matchup. Um, it really depends, man. It really depends. Those are good two good picks. Yeah, I was I was leaning towards those two. I know Eyes set to fight Vivian Arojo. I don't know if she can make it out of that one with OW. Vivian's tricky, but I think Calderwood would be a good fight for her. But yeah, Calderwood's good too, so yes. that'd be a tough fight. You know who I want actually? Because I want to see two smoke shows go at it. My girl Jesse sure. Jess. Boom. That's it. <laughs> I think she could. I think she'd win that fight pretty easily. Not Jesse. I think Macy would. Win okay. That yes. Fight. Yeah. I, I was think, gonna say. I agree. I think I agree. Macy will bully her badly, but I'll, I'll watch it. But oh, yeah. <laughs> Macy will bully we'll her. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what they really need to do with her at this point. I think you need to make her a wrecking ball. Um, not that she isn't, but you know what I mean. I feel like to build up that fight with uh, Paige, it just have her beat some people. Let Paige come back in an easy win. Yeah, uh, not an easy win, but give Paige a good matchup, and then once she does beat Paige or she's on that tear, you can build that up. That's a main event, and then you, you you throw her in a title fight. You can't not beat Paige Van Zandt as the biggest name in in the division and not get a title fight after. Even though I think um, Valentina would absolutely take her soul and then some. Um, but at that <laughs> yeah. point, it's a little different. Like, at that point, if she does beat Paige, you do have to have the conversation that she is in that realm. That would be the smartest thing they could possibly do is just keep giving Macy momentum and then easing Paige into it. Because Paige can win a lot of those fights at 125. And I can guarantee you this. Paige doesn't want to take this fight, one, because she doesn't want to reward Macy for what she did. Two, yes. Macy's not even ranked that high in retrospect to where Paige wants to go. But get, let Macy have a number two by her name or number three by her name, Paige will take that fight because she believes she can win it, and I, I definitely believe that she can win that fight too. Yeah, I, I, I think that's such a close fight. I think Paige's skill set may be better, but I just think Macy's stand-up is that much better than hers to where if Paige gets hit with one of those bombs and those elbows, like how does she react? Yeah, I don't think she's getting hit. That's why I'm like, I favor Paige, and it's just because – her mobility, I, people forget how mobile she is. Like, she fought Michelle Watterson. 
She fought Tisha. She fought all these people. And she was skating around with them. They were skating when they were fighting. So I'm like, Macy's absolutely a devastator, but it's going to be hard to touch Paige. And when Paige wants to get with you and get that head, head and arm throw on you, or like Paige, Paige can touch you. She can touch you. Oh, yeah. She, she, oh, yeah. And if she gets her on the ground, it's going to be a nightmare. I don't care how, how much you've been training with Ben Askren. Um, I, I just think Paige's jiu-jitsu is on another level compared to hers, 100%. Yeah, she's she's underrated. She's just fought a lot of tough people. She fought um, who was it? It was Michelle. She fought Tisha. What was the other person? Jessica Rose. Yeah, she fought. She she's fought tough. She's fought tough people, like people who are gonna be Hall of Famers in women's mixed martial arts. Oh, yeah. People who are gonna like. So it's like no question. Tisha Torres, Rose. Those are those are the other two oh, losses. Yeah, Rose, Rose, yeah. Like a, a champion. <laughs> yeah. A champion. Literally, in my opinion, the baddest woman on the planet. I feel like I'm the only one who thinks that. I'm, I'm a huge Rose guy. I, I think Thug Rose, when she beat Joanna, is the greatest call of all time by DC. That was just yeah. my favorite moment. Thug Rose. Thug I Rose. think Rose is probably one of the most complete fighters on the UFC roster, regardless of anything. Like, yes. From her skill set from top to bottom is one of the most complete games. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, also I can't say she's the baddest woman on the planet because um, I, I'm drawing Wait, a blank. I, I, I'm, I'm literally Wait. drawing a blank on who's the best female fighter on the planet. But, oh, um, Amanda? Yeah, it has to be Amanda. Yeah, I was just going to say. Amanda. So I, I had a blank for a second. But, yeah, Amanda Amanda's probably arguably the baddest person on the planet. So, um, yeah, it's not really close. But at that weight, um, I would not want to see Rose in my face with those dead eyes and that bald head coming at you like Slim Shady. <laughs> that bald head. <laughs> she got a little bit of hair. She got. She ain't bald. She got. She got a fade going on. She should hey, probably get a fade. I still wife it. Yeah, she should. She should get a nice lineup and fade. I still wife it. Yeah, be careful. She's with Pat Barry's ugly ass because she was a fine woman with the hair. Oh when, yeah. When we get off of this call, I want you to remind me about this conversation because I don't want to say what I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she's a bad woman, bro. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Th thank you for coming on again, bro. I, I literally will have you on every week after all the fight nights if I can, man. It's such a pleasure, dude. Dude, thank you so much. I appreciate this more than you know. Oh, no no way, man. You, again, dude, you made Chell Sonnen, like, famous. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, this is funny, man. But thank you, bro. We, we will talk after this. And uh, everyone, at Cairo MMA, you will never regret yes, following this, man. Thank you so much, my man. Have a great day. I'll talk to you, bro. You too. Get that running. <laughs>